From WCLV Classical 1049 Idea Stream, I'm Program Director Bill O'Connell and your host of I'm Robert Conrad, a podcast of stories from Robert's 70 years in radio. And counting. <laughs> and counting. Well, we took a little break, a little longer break than we had planned, but we're back with Saturday Night Live, WCLV style. We've mentioned in these podcasts about the original kind of precursor of weekend radio, which is WCLV Saturday Night, which was live for three hours for so many years with you hosting live in the studio. But this was, uh, this tended to be a kind of a party on air <laughs> from well, the yeah, stories I've heard in, anyway. <laughs> in, in, in a couple of instances, but we must admit that this was stolen from the Midnight Special on WFMT. Yes. Mike Nichols it, it's invented an o- that. Robert, it's an homage. Yeah, you yes. didn't steal anything. It's an homage. <laughs> I did it on WDTM in Detroit when I was there. And then when I came down here and we established WCLV, I said, yes, we're going to do WCLV. CLV Saturday night. It ran up until 1989 when my wife finally convinced me there was something else to do on Saturday night besides go to a radio studio. In fact, the plain dealer ran a story about Jean, and the picture was her sitting very dejectedly in front of the television <laughs> a set. radio widow, huh? <laughs> yep, as a matter of fact, that, that's what they call it, the radio widow. <laughs> it was a combination of folk music, a lot of folk music, a lot of comedy and Broadway and other odd things that I would come across. When we started out at Eastgate, I was playing records in the control room, and gradually, these high school kids started coming up to the station and sitting there watching me playing recordings, which I thought was kind of dull. <laughs> so I finally uh, moved it into the studio and got an engineer to come in and, and play the recordings. And then we started having parties. And in fact, there is a picture of a Halloween party that we had. Then there was the contest that resulted from a song called George Washington Bridge, which became very popular on the show. George Washington Bridge, George Washington, Washington Bridge, George Washington Bridge. That's all there was. and, and And the audience ate it up. They thought it was great. So we decided to have a George Washington Bridge contest. And one of the entries we received was a model of the George Washington Bridge. Somebody sent some teeth in as George Washington's bridge. (laughs) And I think there were some bridge cards that had George Washington's picture on them and so forth. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Then we had an organization called SCORE. And I don't remember what SCORE stood for, but harnessing all of these kids, high school kids who were coming up to the program, I gave them tasks. One of them was to go to the Higby radio department and tune all of the radios to WCLV. And WHK had a box thing that had the call letters, and you were supposed to put this in the back of your car, and people could see the WHK call letters. And I said, I want you to go out and collect these. Go to wherever they have them, uh, the stores and so forth. And they brought in probably a 100. <laughs> and I stacked them all up and took a picture of these boxes surrounding me 
sent it to Broadcasting Magazine, and they published it. And the general manager of WHK was fried. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet. (laughs) It it was a fun program. I'm Bill O'Connell. I'm your producer, Mark Satola. And I'm Robert Conrad. Next time, an episode called The Announcer's Lot is Not a Happy One, wherein the WCLV staff takes a crack at the official WCLV announcer audition.